All right. So we are wordsmiths, Peter. We write Fiery a lot. Fiery words. We write a lot. Um, I write too much. Whether it's written for video, written for audio, written for this, written for the website, written for tweets. There's got to be a word that you hear or see written that just stokes you, gets your fire going. What's your what's your go-to pet peeve word or use of wordage? Oh, man. I have a lot. But the one that's been bugging me lately is dominating versus dominant. Really? Let me explain this. Yeah. So over, I don't know how long it's been, but I started noticing it probably a year ago. Really? People, I- people would say... Team X with a dominating win over Team Y. It's not a dominating no. win. It's a dominant win. Did there we just go. forget that dominant is a word? Mm, I think they did. We just forget that it's a, It's also like the- I think um, they could have chosen a different word. <laughs> don't, don't piss me off even more than you already have today. It, go, it could have. It's- <laughs> It's, it's right Spelled in- It's right in line with the old- the old journalist standard where you're supposed to know the difference between effective and that effective, effective. Yeah. Yeah. A and the E. Yeah. And people have just said, well, that's too hard. So I'm just going to say impacted. It's even worse. But impacted is like this. Yes. Impact contact. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I got a lot. So of you're them. done. Uh, Kayla, do you got one before I drop, drop the hammer, drop the hammer. I can't think of one. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I can think of, I a, can few think of a few you, that really bug the snot out of you, but since you don't want to participate in the in today's show. I don't want to say fine. that. You don't want to participate in today's show. That's yeah, a bit that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll just go with that. All right. Uh my word is less grammatical and more uh snarky, I think the word is. And I just don't like it. It's happening. It's at a tournament. It's a three to three game. And one team gets a penalty or something happens to the team and they say something to the ref. So they say something and then the other team has to chime in, which is a no-no, by the way. Don't comment on someone else's commentary. Okay. And they'll say, keep it classy. Oh, Why, Zeta? Keep it classy, brain nerd. Uh, it's never meant as a compliment. No, it's not. Um, and quite frankly, I think the mistake there is... Not the use of classy, because the classy is this place. Jack's Cafe is a classy place, and it truly is classy. What they're commenting on is that they aren't being classy, and I get the, the sarcasm there, but it's just annoying, and I hate it, and I wish that people would stop using the term classy when they don't mean classy. I just don't understand how it can be so used in the incorrect context. Yes. Well, obviously they're being sarcastic, so. But it's just keep not. it classy, purple. <laughs> that voice will live in it my lives in your brain ear forever, the rest of my life. You need to stay up out the streets if you can't take the heat. You need to stay up out the streets if you can't take the heat. Cause it get cold like Minnesota. Welcome to 10 Minutes. I'm Tony Scott. Join with Peter Odney and like this is like eighth season, ninth season. How you been? I've been good, Tony. I've been good. 
I feel like I gotta have my gangster voice on when I'm at Jack's Cafe. That is, it is kind of gangstery here, isn't it? Yeah, I'll do the salmon with Mornay sauce. We did not. That's good. We did not Thank have um, a show last week. We uh, there weren't a lot of tournaments to commentate on, and it turns out there were a ton of tournaments to make predictions for. And I apologize. Uh, a lot You're of the times, worst. No, it just was a lot coming coming out. You got, of, you got an angry phone call, didn't you? I did not. Oh, okay. I did not. No, no one was angry that the show didn't Phew. go off last week, but I think a lot of people love our content, and they love to walk their dogs, run on a treadmill, uh, you know, work. Stab voodoo dolls of the two of us. Yes. They like to do, there's lots of things that there are lots of activities that uh, players and uh, parents and fans and coaches like about this show, and one of them is to, you know, take their dog for a walk and put on their headphones and listen to us chat for a half an hour or 45 minutes. So uh, hopefully today's will be a nice dog walk. We have some nice weather this week. So you're out there walking your dog, popping the headphones. Here we go. Not the AirPods because they melt your brain. Yes. Um, before we do that, do you have an announcement about one of our sponsors? I saw an email come in from your good friend, Joe McCullough. <laughs> uh, I don't have an announcement. Other than the fact that he has changed brokerages. And and he got you a hockey jersey, too. He did. It is at our office I right now. I wish I could now. see that on you. Does it fit you? Yeah, kind of. Okay. All right. does, it, <laughs> does it fit you better with shoulder pads on, or does it fit you better in the office? Uh, it fits me better with shoulder pads on. Okay, so it's and, a big, uh, big, big droopy dress. Yeah, kind of. I have very slight shoulders. I'm built a little bit like a child-sized mannequin. Okay. Where there's no definition, no muscle tone. But Joe has now switched brokerages to Lakes Area Realty, Ooh, I believe. Yeah. I believe he is still working with Pete Rinzel at Bell Bank Mortgage. Yes. Uh, he's in the process of coming up with a new PDF and a new ad for himself, so we look forward to seeing that. Love it. Lakes but Area is like a uh, met, uh, Minneapolis-based. He wanted to keep his client base local. And this is right. what I love about Joe. Your realtors, they all... They'll all tell you that they want to take care of you, right? right? They're here to take care of you. They're here to get you the best deal. It's like a sports agent. I'm here right. to take care of you. Yep. When in reality, they have hundreds and hundreds of clients that they're trying to find homes, homes for. Homes for, yeah. But Joe switched brokerages because he wanted to keep it more local. He wanted to help people in his community find homes, which I think is very, very admirable. I love that. So I love that. If you're looking for a home in the... Uh, in the metro area, or I believe they stretch into western Wisconsin, you're going to find Joe McCullough at Lakes Area Realty. Awesome. Thank you, yeah. Joe. I appreciate it. All right. Love you, um, buddy. Let's talk some squirts and 10 A's. Oh, yeah. Uh, here's a red hot team. Only one loss all year. It's the Lakeville. You just call them like the Cats. I think they call them the Cats. I think they're the Cats. Uh, their 10 A team wins the Cabin Fever Tournament in Maple Grove. Uh, Peyton Hocking, I believe her name is, had two goals in the win over Osseo Maple Grove. That's bad note-taking by me. I'm sorry about that. It is bad note. Right now I'm scrambling trying to find Um this. And then Moorhead wins the Warhead, Warhead? The Warroad Tournament, uh, beating Andover, who they lost to in dramatic fashion in the Duluth Tournament. So Moorhead gets a little of revenge, the uh, third-place Team at the Squirtacular wins the World Tournament uh, a week or two later. So congratulations to the Spuds. They were put back into the top 10. And then speaking of top 10, Eden Prairie beats yeah. 
Squirtacular Champ, Shaska Chan. Saw that one. And it's like 9,000 views that tweet's got. Oh, one picture we, and one it? upset. It was crazy how many people saw that or were excited about Chaska Chan going down. And all I made was one commentary that every team who wins the Squirtacular at some point has a hangover, right? Hangover, and they their hangover finally kicked in against Eden Prairie. 13,000. <laughs> it's insane. I, I wish I could put out like a 17-word tweet. And, and get, get that thirteen thousand. It's, it's, it's insane. So yeah, incredibly. And, and it, what it says is that you know everyone knows Chask Chan won the Squirtacular, and they're on a collision course, maybe getting to the final four, of the championship up in Fargo, and they're a very good team. I, I thought we saw their their uh, roster come up uh, for Squirtacular. Like man, this is a tough team to beat. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a tough team. You are going to have a post Squirtacular. Hangover, is it one game or is it a one month? I've seen, I saw one team who won this thing and I think they just went completely off the deep end after they won it. I'm not going to say because it wouldn't be nice to that team. Whisper it in my ear. I will someday. Write it down. I will. I will later. Seriously. Okay. Yeah. So uh, on to Pee Wees. Before we get to that, I'd like to give a shout out to Map South Hockey, our sponsor. Long, long-time sponsor. We also run the Bantam Elite League with the people over at Map South. Map South is a great facility, but it's more than just brick and mortar over there at St. Thomas Arena. It's the people. The people are great trainers. Uh, they have levels of play, so they no matter you get you, you, you sign up and you get put into a specific level, and they have something for everybody there. And their facility is outstanding. Great ice, great sheet ice to skate on in the summer. Also, on top of that, you get. Um, fantastic shooting areas, fantastic dry land areas, fantastic weights, fantastic trainers. So uh, check out mapsouthhockey.hockey. Peter, are you dying over there? Oh, I'm sorry. I just took too big of a breath in. Okay. Um, once you get your breathing uh, handled, uh, I will let you know that Andover has jetted up the uh, rankings in PWAA. They won the John Erickson Memorial. Three words I never hoped to string together in my lifetime, but I just had to. Uh, they won the tournament. They had a PWAA tournament in Woodbury this week. Um, but the interesting thing is they beat Eden Prairie in the championship. Who beat Woodbury in the semifinals. So Andover goes 5-0 and last week over at Bielenberg and wow. are now right square in the thick of things when it comes to playoffs in a PWAA. Do you get a hotel if you're Andover for that tournament? Uh, no. Is that a hotel one? That's no. not a hotel. That's not a hotel. All right, moving to 12A, um, Thief River Falls makes it into the top 10. They have a 24-3-1 and record. For 12 A's, that's pretty good. They haven't played any real tough team, so I've been real nervous about putting them in. But the schedule, their ranking is so high that I had to actually give them the nod. Hopefully this might get them a game or two against some good competition. They are in the North Region, which is interesting because North Region this year for 12 A's is 16, which they're in, 11, which is the Duluth uh, district and 12, which is where Grand Rapids sits. And Grand Rapids is a legit top 10 team who's played won and lost against several top 10 teams. So it's Thief River, War Road, Roseau, Grand Rapids, and Hibbing in that 
region this Sounds year. Sounds like a party to me. That should be fun to watch. Sounds that like That should a party. be fun to watch. A lot of good uh, parody happening in northern Minnesota the last few years at 12A, which is exciting to me. Oh, yeah. It shows the spread of the game, and you're hoping that the numbers follow along with the initial I spread. agree. Next up, uh, undefeated Marshall wins the Detroit Lakes Tournament at 12B. They win 5-1 to one over River Lakes. They are 28-0-1. Go Tigers. Whoa. Okay. It's impressive. All right, all right. It's impressive. So, and then lastly, our Danglefest champion, Armstrong Cooper, wins the 12B White Bear Tourney. And guess who? They beat <laughs> Minnetonka Blue again. You know, oh. like the same. It was like a repeat of the Danglefest. Natalie Staples had 11 points for the Wings to lead the entire tournament in scoring at 12B. I think those two teams are on a collision course with our good friends, Marshall. In a state tournament this year, so Man, I there do you like go. that Armstrong Cooper team. They were good. I like. They were the nicest people, happy to be there, just friendly. It was fun to, well, to have them around. Different too. Yeah, totally somebody different. It was funny. I was I looking up the the games in that uh, in the in, in both of these tournaments. The one in uh, R- River Lakes, uh, no, the one in Detroit Lakes, and the one in White Bear. It's like oh, we knew a lot of those teams played in Danglefest, so it was fun to see like. River Lakes was in the tournament. They played in our tournament. It was fun to see a lot of these teams. Northern Lakes was in the tournament. They were in our tournament. It was fun to see a lot of these same uh, faces and jerseys in those tournaments as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Last, let's get to the Bantams um, and 15 U's. Who's our third sponsor for this show? I always kind of – we only have two? There's only two. Only two? I feel like there was Kayla. another one. Uh, Kayla's – Thanks. Thankfully, there's only two of them for this show. She would know. She's the one that's put the logos on them all. Uh, okay, 15U. Uh, Fargo hosted a 15U tournament. Can you take one guess who won a 15U tournament in Fargo, North Dakota, Peter? Uh, West Fargo. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> good call. They won. They are now number one in our Gosh, now rankings. they're so good. They would be number one in Minnesota, too, I think. Yes. Um, 100%. Boys, Bantam A, uh, who do you think won the New Hope tournament in Bantam A's? Armstrong Cooper. There you go. They win it. They beat Mammal, uh, I think it was like 5-3. to three. Mammal's now in the top 10. Listen to this record. The Wings are 13-1-1 in 2023. You know who else is 13-1-1? Who? Duluth East. Yes, they are in boys high school. Their last 15. Very good. Very good. Uh, and last but not least, Bantam B, Prior Lake, in an all-district six Final Four, mind you. The top four teams in the state. If you wanted to see good Bantam B hockey, you'd have gone to Lakeville last weekend. Prior Lake, Edina White, Edina Green, and Jefferson when made the Final Four, and they were all in the same tournament, and they made the Final Four. This one, Prior Lake wins it 7-2 to over Edina White. Oh, are you trying to tell me that Prior Lake is a good Bantam B team? They always have a good Bantam B team. They are the state defending state champions, and they could win it again this year. They're clubbing team. They just beat that Edina White team who won our uh, Gobbler 7-2 to on Sunday. 7-2. to Yes. That seems. Yes. That seems high. Yes. So now we are heading into the backstretch of the season. I was looking up good games, good teams to go see. We're, we're on, uh, like, the back nine of the back nine. Districts start next weekend, I believe, for those northern teams. So like, their season will be over on uh, February whatever. Or maybe it's this weekend. It could, it could be, be this, this weekend. weekend, which is crazy. Like, if you just look up District 12, I'll look up District 12 really quick. 
I think their districts could be this weekend, and their season's over, which is really strange. Doesn't it seem like the northern teams start late, and then they end early? For districts? Yeah. I can never tell with the northern teams. Yeah. I feel like northern Minnesota operates on a totally different wavelength than the metro area. You know, it it's it's next weekend. It's it's 17th to the 19th is when they, they play. So District 12, is, thank goodness, because yeah. if it would have been – the 10th through the 12th, I'm like, man, that's an early exit for some of these teams. So they'll be playing. This is this is the weekend in youth hockey where it's kind of like purgatory. There's You're finishing up your last district game and maybe getting a scrimmage in or two. But uh, I know there's a big uh, – I know that Grand Rapids 12 A's are coming to the Twin Cities. And it was cool looking at their uh, calendar. They're like, oh, yeah, they play this team and they play that team. And, and Saturday night, of course, they're going to a wild game. So that's talk about a perfect weekend for the girls. So they're going to get to play <laughs> two or three games, and then we're also going to get a chance to go to a wild game for them. So I thought that was some interesting news. Any that's other deal. news on the, the youth hockey front here in the – in the Twin Cities? Not for me. I know we're coming up on district playoffs, which means you have to look at 16 different websites to figure out who... We, I'm a little surprised Minnesota Hockey doesn't have a centralized district scoreboard. No, they don't. Which uh, no, would don't. make this things... Is, this is also the about the time of year where I start to build the who's going to regions uh, database, which is a fun article for people to keep an eye on, like who punches their ticket from uh, districts to regions, and that'll fun, be coming out for, next week. Fun for who? I love it because I know then I know where everyone's <laughs> going. I love knowing where everyone's going, and so when we get to regions and we're amping up our staff, we're going to be in about we'll, – we'll see every level, uh, and we'll have pictures from every level of regions that weekend. So it's uh, the next – Five weeks, six weeks for us is the fun part. This is the best part for youth hockey, I think. We get to see, you know, we have boy, girls section starting next, or it already started. Started last night. Right? And then we have all of our Player of the Year awards we have to announce. We get to see sections at the boys, districts and regions at the, at the boys and girls, and then two state tournaments back-to-back, followed by a Stars of Tomorrow. And then the season's over. It seems like a lot. It is. It is. It's a lot. Between like now, lot. it's the next five weeks is going to be a, a sprint for YHH. I'm excited for it. Before we sprint, do you want to give out some Boom Roasted and Game Pucks? I really don't have a Boom Roasted. Really? No. What I, if I, I give one and you can maybe come up? I bet by the time I'm done roasting Kayla that you will have one. Okay. You want to bet that? Sure. Okay. All right. Here's my Boom Roasted for Kayla. Um you know, one of the codes uh, in YHH that she didn't read in the employee manual is don't talk to my wife about how hard I work. Okay, that's 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 in there. It's literally, it's like the third page. Don't tell Debbie that Tony works a lot because uh, that only gets Debbie mad and then gets Tony in trouble. Text you can say right lots of things to my wife, lots of things, but don't say, man, your husband works a lot. You should probably be home more. But, like, didn't she already know that? Yeah, but you I didn't don't. say he should be home more. Yeah, but you don't walk up to a, a, a campfire with be. the gas thing over and go, yeah, well, it can make the fire bigger. Well, yeah, it's going to make the fire bigger. But You've it never put gasoline on oh, a fire? I do all the it's time. Fun. All the time. <laughs> I don't, all the I don't, time. It's the most fun thing to do at a fire. I don't live in Lakeville. And it's dangerous, too. I like that part of it. But let's not <laughs> tell my wife in the future 
And I work a lot, okay? So you already know I'll keep that, that in mind. Sure. I'll try to remember. Yeah, but, you know, sure. I'm not the smartest. So sure. It might, might come sure, out of my sure. brain. All right. Well, there was my two-minute boom roasted on Kayla. Um, I'm wondering, Peter, have you developed one yet? Are you well, still in such right a happy spot? Just, uh, You're just preventing her from spot. saying the same thing? It's not really a youth boom roasted. It was okay. something I saw over the weekend. Okay, though. let's see it. Let's um, hear it. Scouts paying to get in. To a game. Oh, wow. I get it. In wow, some, this will be good. In some, this is great, actually. I get it. Some Fantastic. places it's free. Okay, I get it. Some places it's free. Um, most, some places it's not. Most scouts are pretty good about it. Um, they'll ask if they can go in for free, which, yeah. I mean, why would So they you? don't have to document the $10 Yeah, which is why one, that's, that's the only reason people don't want to pay. Yeah, and one guy was super nice about it. He's like, can I just keep my ticket so that I can turn it in for reimbursement, which absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Yep. For sure. But in this age where everybody is a scout and it seems like there's 10 new ones on Twitter every day. Yep. We can't tell who is a scout and who is not a scout. There have been random parents who have been like, yeah, I'm a scout for so-and-so. Oh well, yeah. Are you, are you, you looking to get in a game for free and get a free jacket? Maybe. But if you work for a four, here's my theory on the scouts, right? We're a, at best, at best, a mom-and-pop shop small business, right? It's probably smaller than a mom and Okay, pop. we're a mom-and-pop shop small business with some uh, uh, some full-time employees, okay? And the only way we make money on games is when people come to them and we can make, if, if, ha- if the place is half full, we make half the profit. If it's full, prof- full rank, we make full profit. Right, which we then have to split with like six other. Entities. Oh, let's not even get into who we need to split it with, including the rinks when we draw a certain amount of people. Right, we won't go there. I'm not. I'm not whining. I'm just saying, at the end of the day, we have to collect money. And I, for the life of me, I've tried to reconcile why the New York Islanders or the Carolina uh, Hurricanes, Hurricanes can't can't afford ten dollars to put into a business like our small business and trying to keep it on keep it afloat so we can continue to do wonderful products like we did last Friday where the building was almost sold out and two two sets of teams both teams winning and losing walked out that door both head coaches walked out that door came to me and said that was awesome and we would love to do that again can we do that again we had a blast so I know we did something right, except one guy. Well, I know wants we to did something right, but people, my... some scout who didn't identify himself with a professional team. So I know he's a low-level scout, and he's trying to get in for free. Sorry, go go watch it on TV. It's but free. It's, but it's the assumption that as soon as you say you're a scout, everybody everybody should melt to the floor. Boom roasted. Look, dude, I. You know what? If I counted up how many times actual scouts asked me, and they it, it hasn't been nearly as many as who ask you, but if I counted out how many college coaches and scouts asked me for an opinion on players, I could call myself a scout and walk into a rink and be like, yeah, I'm a scout. Well, but I, I mean, don't. I'll tell you this story. Steve Miller, who works for the University of Minnesota's men's team, walked in, paid, took his receipt, walked away. That's end of easy. story. I think there was a North Dakota assistant who did the same thing. End All he did was ask for the ticket back so that he could. End of story. Well, yeah, Vermont was there. There was a lot of college teams. There. Yeah, it's cool. Very yeah, cool. Very I like cool. seeing the. He didn't complain either. Around. He didn't complain he, either. He didn't say boo. Hey, hey, didn't say a word. Didn't say boo. 
All right, so there's our boom roasted. That's a good one, Peter. I knew you could come Thank up you. with one. Thank you. All right, you go give out our game puck. Who yeah. you want to go first? Don't you know who I am? That's the, <laughs> yes, that's it's the, the vibe gets, we we got for sure. Goat for sure. Uh, a game puck. Oh man, I got one. Yeah, go ahead. And I don't even know really why this does it for me so much, but I'm at a game. I happened at Braemar this year. Uh, it, it happens all the time. And I don't know why this it just pulls up the heartstrings, but I was in Orono uh, with my face smashed up to the glass trying to get good pictures of Brock Payton and uh, Cade Kuhansky and all the kids from both the Hermantown and Orono. And I turn over to my left shoulder, and there's this little kid uh, sitting there with his squirtacular hoodie on, f- fresh from this week prior, and he looks up at me and goes, I traded pins with you. And I don't remember trading pins with a lot of kids, but I must have. And I, he came over. I talked to him for a minute or two, and I asked him about, about the squirtacular and the experience he had. And he says, yeah, it's the most fun tournament I've ever played in my life. I'm like, oh, all Aww. 10 years of your life, you know? That's great. So when you get, you get to run into kids and they recognize you, maybe not from this show or from – whatever we do uh, on social media, but he just sees me at the rink and thinks that he just could come up and talk to me about his pins that he got and how much fun he had to squirtacular. That makes my day. I love that. That never gets old. Can my game puck go to something that's not hockey? It can. <laughs> well, let's, Actually, I don't know. I'll, I'll judge if, if it's I don't a, even know how I would worthy. explain that. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, King Milan's Barbershop, which is oh boy, the oh yes, this is great. The barbershop that I share it's an fantastic. alley with. It's on University Avenue. Uh, I could not go to a hockey game on Sunday because I was too busy going to the youth entrepreneurship fair that Milan puts on. And Laura and I walked into the Dayton's Bluff Rec Center, and all these kids had little tables set up and they had little businesses. I love that. And their that. job was to sell their product, and we could buy something from the kids. You're cheap, so you didn't buy a thing. We bought from every table. <laughs> I'm sure you did. How was can it kind of like a miniature, and I'm not saying they're lemonade stands, but it's basically like a lemonade stand, but with different products? Oh, yeah. But That's some of cool. these, like there's a table that uh, sold us a button that we, we literally sent them a picture. They printed the picture and then made us a button of our dogs, and they did it in about five minutes. I love there that. There were a couple of tables that made their own lip gloss. Yeah, I've were, seen that before. They were made with like good ingredients and had different flavors. Yep. And at the end, Milan gave out prizes for first, second, third, fifth, sixth, whatever place. And he was so proud of his little entrepreneurs. And I couldn't help but be proud of Milan because to share an alleyway with somebody, uh, especially a commercial business, can sometimes be a love-hate relationship. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially when the delivery truck shows up. But Milan is just one of those people who does. And in a world that is so talk, first, talk, walk, talk, talk, second. this is what we need to do. This is how we yeah. help. The, Milan just does, does it. it. I Milan love just it. does it. And that I guy, it. I Game ran puck in, to Milan, man. Game puck to Milan. I ran into him later that night. He and one of his, uh, his contemporaries, they were having a beer in the alley. And I thought, you guys deserve the coldest beer to have ever been poured into a bottle for the work they do with these kids. So a game puck to King Milan. He also told it. me to swing by the barbershop in case I, I need it. to get shaped up. I love it. I love it. A game puck goes out to our whole staff and to our sponsors, Map South Hockey and Lakes, Lakes Area, Realty. Area Realty. I love it. Love these guys. They make this show possible. It makes uh, our coverage of youth and high school hockey all over the state possible for Kayla, Joe Franz, and Pete Rodney. I'm Tony Scott. Thanks for tuning in today.
You need to stay up out the streets if you can't take the heat. You need to stay up out the streets if you can't take the heat.